In this season, I'll be reading from my mom's journal and adding explanations, stories, and memories of my own. It should reveal everything you ever wanted to know about the life of a single mother on an Indian reservation during a recession. January 1984. George Orwell's year is here. I remember reading his book in 1966 and I thought it was so far away it will never matter and here it is. Now. I weigh 200 pounds. I weighed 150 pounds on December 8, 1982. I have to watch my diet. Carol is gonna find me no fun. January 2nd. Worked on a book, worked on bookkeeping. Carol came and played Yahtzee. Everything is closed. Paula went to school. January 3rd. No school, too icy. Carol worked. January 4th. No school, too icy. We cleaned and changed Paula's room all around. Went with Francis Dermott to, quote, Baby Ruth? January 5th. Checked rawhide. Not ready yet. Hauled hay for Bogey and Carol. January 6th. Got ANA. Hauled hay. Carol was, has two ton, not paid for. 30 bales. Weighed 2,380 pounds. Gave Spotty 14 bales, Betty 6.5 bales, phoned unemployment. I have to go up at 11 o'clock Monday. Um, job. Buck gave me the beginning of the Rex saddle. When finished, it is worth $70 worth of tooling. January 7th. Not much. Nothing. Stayed home. January 8th. Finished sled, gave Diane a birthday gift, a birthday party, excuse me. Worked on rose design, three hours. June 9th, went to unemployment office with Carol. Not much, 10 day GA, 10 days. Came home, nothing feeling well, dizzy, flew, slept. Mom came at three, went to dinner at Allentown, worked on rows for Buck, changed pattern all around, three hours. Doc Dutton came and talked. January 10th, went and got commodities, worked on tooling, five hours. January 11th, Carol came and woke me up, kept me up all morning, didn't get much done. January 12th, Carol and I went to Ronan, Mom and Dad's, the book place. I told for five hours. I feel very pushed around by Buck. I think he has or is looking for a new tooler. He wants more, more, more. He's paying less and less. He owes me for hay and the tooling. He's taken advantage of me on and on. January 13th. I'm going to have to think of life insurance for Paula's sake. Carol's horse is lame. January 14th. Quiet day, ran around with Carol. January 15th. 
have diarrhea very sick week January 16th uh, went back up and signed up for unemployment Buck took rec saddle skirts back Carol paid $20 January 17th Buck paid me $45 in stirrups vendors were finished for Rex's saddle January 18th beaded a blue rose January 19th worked rose played Yahtzee Penny tried to sell me wood January 20th tried to fix Carol care no luck got saddle Leo to tool for Buck January 21st, mom's birthday, took chicken and coke and oranges out there, got oats. January 22nd, played Yahtzee, went sledding, baked a cake, visited Buck. January 23rd, went to GA, got $50 grocery ticket, $215 for this month. January 24th, got last W-2 form, I can do taxes took care of Carol's kids. January 25th, worked for Buck, got oak for loom, Joe Brock needs hay. January 26th, took taxes in, got Joe hay, took something to R&R, no check in the mail. January 27th, got the oak, Planed, got birdhouse stuff and pictures back. January 28th, cleaned up, went to the dump. Ray and Renee came for dinner. January 29th, Ray brought Paula back. She folded in papers all night. She slept all day, very tired. January 30th, Paula painted her birdhouse. Buck came to dinner. January 31st, Chris came home after school, worked on a birdhouse. Buck left for 10 days. February 1st, Buck changed his mind, he stayed home. My mom would uh, buy these big lunch boxes full of bulk candy and Carol would come over and between the two of them they could go through like a gallon of candy and an afternoon playing Yahtzee and Carol would cheat and my mom didn't know she was cheating and got really depressed and didn't have a job and was really depressed and was thinking life insurance because she was thinking of killing herself so that she could just get out of it. She asked me at this point in time if it were okay if, I, if she killed herself. Um, and I knew she wanted me to tell her yes, so I did. But I was a little kid and I really didn't understand. Um, my mom had um, found a sled that was um, kind of falling apart. It was like a Red Rider type sled. And so she 
pulled the rotten boards off of it and salvaged the metal parts and found uh, a pallet and took the oak off the pallet and reformed it and made new pieces for the sled and painted it uh, yellow and black and it was really beautiful. I'd been asking for a sled but I wanted like a cheap plastic disc sled that would go fast down a snowy hill and the rail sled didn't it wasn't it would be great on pure black ice the pure black ice is kind of um, rare I'd pull ask him around on the sled, ask him my little West Highland White Terrier puppy. He liked being pulled around on a sled. And I think for that Christmas I had probably gotten um, one long plastic sled and one round plastic sled. Going sledding was fun. I really liked it. Carol's horse's name was Gypsy. She was red with a white blaze down her nose, and she was always lame. My mom um, got a woodworking book, and uh, she started using the tools that she'd gotten for the Christmas before to make uh, birdhouses. And um, she had Chris and I sand and plane the birdhouses, but she did the cutting and the nailing them together. And then she took us around to sell them. And I remember going to Cynics, and Cynics bought like three or four of them. And we went to Chris's grandparents, his grandma's, I think she bought one. And we went and visited uh, Jay Johnson's mom, Alice. Alice Johnson was a really sweet woman. She had been the sister of a traveling tent evangelist. And old Waylon Johnson, he followed the tent evangelist's um, troop around uh, for over a year before uh, her brother would allow him to marry her. Buck, I remember him coming over to dinner one time. And my mom had bought me a little toy pistol at the 88 cent store that shot these discs that flew all the way across the room. And it could hold like 20 or 30 of them and stack them in all spring loaded. They'd really fire. And it was sitting on the kitchen table and he and mom were sitting there and I was in the kitchen and Buck picks up this pistol and he aims at me and shoots and it pops me in the butt and his jaw just dropped. He was horrified, because even though it was a toy pistol and it didn't hurt, it's just that gun safety was so, so deeply ingrained into that generation that you would never pick up a gun and shoot somebody with it. It just, it was unthinkable. It, he shocked himself with his lack of gun safety um, with the toy pistol that he never ever thought would actually shoot anything. Um, from during this time, Carol and Ron um, started leaving um, Chris and Rhonda with my mom a lot more. And um, 
I think Ron had a CDL license for driving truck. When my mom was driving for Jay Johnson, Ron also drove for Jay Johnson, but then he went and got a job with uh, Westland Feed and Ronan uh, driving grain trucks. And his wife got a job, uh, Carol got a job in the office there. And sometimes she would ride in the trucks with him when they went to go deliver things. But she also worked in the office. And so they started not delivering the grain to the farmer that bought a full semi-truckload of grain. They would drive it to Seattle, to the Russian depot, and sell it to the Russians and pocket the money instead. But the only problem with that is they had trouble hiding the money. Uh, Ron tried to play the stock market and that didn't work well. And Ron bought some uh, fertilizer and tried to offload it, but the silo he put it in was leaky and it um, got rained on and was destroyed. And I think he gave some to his mom and I, I think she was less scrupulous than they were. And I think the, the pressure of you know, wondering if they were going to get caught and hiding the money put a lot of strain on their marriage and they started having problems 